filling in Dan on with a mic and a record in his hand With his buddy James and we're darn for days About all the killer music heard across the land So they made a podcast of their own design And lo and behold, was a mission to find the good, the bad, and the LP Hello and welcome to The Good, The Bad and The LP, a music podcast. That's all we do. We just talk about music. How cool is that? My name is Dan and I'm with James, my good buddy. Hey James, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good to be back. I'm pretty good. It is good to be back. It's been a while now. I know. Yeah, we've really got to get our shit together and (laughs) do this more. Life as it does gets in the way, but like in a good way. Yeah, I know. I, I, I feel, feel like the last time we did this, it was like the middle of summer and it feels like the middle of winter now. <laughs> I know. Have you, uh, what, because you get up relatively early, right? Yeah, eight o'clock, which is <laughs> pretty late, I suppose, <laughs> for a freelancer. But you but, feel, you feel the weather definitely. Yeah, well, no, I feel, like, when I finish work, at, when I finish work now, it's dark here. Because I finish work at 7.30, three days a week. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So. It's dark. Actually, and it's cold. Dark, cold, all of yeah. that gloominess. Yeah, when, when we started the podcast, it was basically, yeah, first day right in the middle of summer, and now we've made it through half a season. Yeah, we had an episode where we almost fainted from heat exhaustion, and now it's yeah. uh, the opposite one, actually. It's still but quite when hot. you say, like, four episodes in half a season, that sounds more, like, prolific than, like, once every three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but we're getting there, slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah we're getting there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so here we are. We are. Uh before we talk about what we're going to talk about in this episode, uh, should we just do a little bit of uh, housekeeping and just checking up, seeing where we're at? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, cool. yeah, I haven't really spoke to you generally about your life, which is probably a good thing because we could talk about it on here. We um, we could. It's been like a month almost, I feel. Yeah, yeah. how are you, just generally speaking? <laughs> Gen- uh, pretty good. It's It's been quite hectic in Work. general, just trying to uh, manage life even though it's not that complicated yeah. like i have very little to worry about yeah but it's just the getting the basic i'm really focusing on getting the basics down like yeah. oh can you eat healthily can you like go to bed at a reasonable hour just the <laughs> basics the simple yeah things. can you get up can you get up at a reasonable time yeah oh, jesus because i have to get up at uh 20 to 5 yeah far out. and and I, my body clock still hasn't adjusted to because I'm, like, yeah. I'm a night owl yeah and Mine, mine's yeah mine's so different to yours because i start late and finish late so I'm up late, but I sleep in, you know, so it's like... Do you, do you find that kind of messes with you? The, um, like yeah, it does a little bit, because I'm awake at, like, you know, 1 o'clock, and that's, like, fine. And I go to yeah. bed and wake up at, like, you know, 9.30, 10 sometimes. Oh, man. Dur- three days a week, yeah, so... That sounds like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> a- anyway, yeah. Um, my yeah, week... I-, I can tell you about my week. Do people want to hear that? T- t- tell me about your week. I, I have a feeling that you're... F- had a more interesting week than I have. That always happens. <laughs> <Doesn't> it? <laughs> um, on a side note, uh, you should try and come down for the jazz festival. So I'm getting distracted. Um, don't um, don't get distracted. This is important. Uh, it's in uh, July, June, July. Yeah, and we should try and um, record some stuff while you're down here. I think. Yeah, I f- I feel like that would be quite a cool little experiment to do a, yeah. a live on-site podcast. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Are oh, you drinking a beer? Oh, this is a cider. It's, oh, there you uh, go. Uh, I can't even say the name of it. Uh, Ro- Rochdale? Ro- Roach- Rochdale. <laughs> I don't know. It's cider with ginger and lime. It's quite delicious. It was cheap. I feel it, was, like... it was the cheapest thing they had, so I said, you're mine. There you go. Is that is that how you generally buy alcohol? I'm a cheap bastard, yeah. Mm. There's um, 
See, this is this is going to be bad because we're going to go completely off topic. But there's this supermarket. <laughs> we're a music podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, there's a supermarket in Melbourne, but it's like an alcohol supermarket. I think we may have even been there when you were over called Dan Murphy's. Did, did we ever go there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's did, just yeah. Like, aisles and aisles of like, you know, alcohol. And it's always the game of finding like the cheapest bottle of wine you can get. You know, and it's always down to like $2 or $3, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's always the ones that are unbranded that are like the cheapest ones. They, um, what's the Australian equivalent of, well, I guess the Australian equivalent of double brown is VB, right? Is there something lower than VB? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I lived in like inner suburb hipster Brunswick. So everything was like craft beers and pabs, blue <laughs> ribbon and all that stuff. Um, no, I don't think... I think... I mean, isn't 4X like that or something, or...? Yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. I oh, am, just yeah. a frozen video. We are getting yeah, set it, off Yeah, I'm here. having a bit... Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh... Yeah, the... I don't even know, man. Like, alcohol's good. <laughs> Cheap alcohol's better. I'm a terrible, terrible well, what's human the, being. I mean, the worst beer here is DB, right? Is it, is it not? Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Actually... I was selling some stuff at a record fair, bringing it round to music, and someone I didn't know said to me, "I really enjoy your podcast," which was really strange. Oh wow, that's pretty. Yeah, trippy. so that was. So I don't know how they. I don't know the link exactly, but they said they really enjoy it, which was cool. They must. They must have. Uh, they must have seen your beautiful mug on the on the interwebs and made the link. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but yeah, I um I sold some stuff at a fair on Sunday, which was kind of cool. Oh and nice. I did some trades. Yeah, got some stuff. Got some trades and got some good stuff. Anything got, of um, note? Uh, for, yeah, I got like this the Swerve Drive. I don't know if you saw my post. I got the Swerve Drive mm. debut. Oh record. no way! Yeah, oh, Ray, dude, Ray. That's, oh, that's yeah. sick. With like, uh, it's got like Sci-Fi, a song of a Mustang Ford on it. Oh so man! It, it, it originally came out in the UK on Creation, but this is like an Aussie from original Aussie press. Oh man! But that's it was so cool. It was so cool, and it was twenty five dollars, which is like oh, so weird. No. <laughs> I know. I'm, and, I'm, I'm like that weird, like half of me is just so happy for you. The other <laughs> half is envious as hell. That it's is half like, of you like, I like this music more than you. I deserve this record. But no, I do, no. I like the music, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I deserve it. It's just that, man, that's a sweet find. Well, the, the weirdest part is because I was a seller, what happened was you get in early and you load, you load your stuff in and get your stuff set up. And I was really hungover, which is for the reason I get to later. So I loaded my shit in and I was like, all right, I need to get a coffee. That's my job. So I asked someone to look after my crates and then three other people were like, can you get me a coffee too while you go out? So I went on a coffee run to get like four or five coffees. <laughs> so then of course I was out for like 20 minutes trying to get find coffees and get them all thing. And I come back and people had already started coming in. Like it was meant to open at 10, but it, people were there at 9.15. So I had to go straight back to my stall. So I didn't get a chance to leave my stall from 10 a.m. till about 3.34 o'clock. Oh, and even then, when I went to that the store, that the the Swerve driver had been there all day, and no one had bought it. Oh, that I find that legitimately amazing that that yeah. wasn't stamped up at no, that me price. Too. It's very weird. I mean, it's 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 funny the idea of like what's important to you can not something that people have no interest in. You know? Yeah, you can sometimes. I mean, it's the weird inverse of <laughs> inverse law of the universe where the more you want something, the mm. <laughs> often yeah. the Maybe the harder it is to get, and if you just kind of like, oh, that that would be nice, but don't really put too much stock in it, yeah. it just somehow ends up 
don't know. And, and another one that I got that was there as well was an original US press of Velvet Underground's Loaded, and you just never see, never ever mm. see them. I never seen them in Melbourne, those original presses, and that was also sitting there for $30. Oh, man. Like, it was a diff- in a different guy, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know why people... I don't know. Maybe people have the mentality of, like, I'm going to spend $20 and I don't want to spend over that. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's, yeah. Like, for me, if it's something I really want, I'll spend a bit more. But some people's budget, obviously, have $20 max on a record. That's my limit, you know. That's all I'll ever yeah, spend. Totally. I mean, I can definitely empathize with that viewpoint. Yeah. Sometimes, I, I actually respect that viewpoint to have the willpower to not go over a certain limit. Because yeah. I'll just break that. I'll just keep nudging it further and yeah. further. I know. It's crazy. Um, that's a sweet haul, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, did, I got some other stuff as well, but if we got that, take, it'll take forever to go through, <laughs> through all that stuff. But all in but, that, successful. Yeah, so that, that was Sunday. And then backtracking through that, I played some records at Moon Bar in Newtown. I saw your, I saw your post on that. Did you, see, like, oh, did, you, did, you see, did you see the video? I didn't see the video. Uh, no. It was like a really bad video. Um, posted in one of the New Zealand vinyl pages. Oh, really? Of like a couple of guys there and them shouting abuse at me and stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. What kind yeah. of abuse? Oh, just, I don't know. Because I was the younger person, I was like the obvious target oh. and I had a fair bit to drink and I was, yeah, I don't know. It got oh, me. Anyway, sucks. so I knew that was happening and I knew there's a free bar tab and I knew I had to do the fair in the morning, but I, I did it anyway. I went ahead and played some records. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I was sort of the last set before the bands come on, so that was pretty cool. Oh, cool, man. Um, so that, that was really fun. But yeah, when you get like a $100 bar tab between sort of oh, three people, Jesus. you've got to take it. So that was cool. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the payment, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, that was part of the deal. So yeah. I made a, I made a couple of stupid mistakes. Like, So obviously, you've got your two turntables and you put a record down. You put two records down, you play one and you fade over to the next one. Yeah, yeah. And you take off the one you've just played off and put it away, put it the next <laughs> yeah. one. So I played one record, I finished a track. Can you see where this is going? <laughs> yeah, I can see yeah. it. Keep going. Awesome. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so I, so the, both records on the turntable, one track had just finished, so I went to move the slider over to the next one. And then I, and then I went, instead of going to take off the one that I had finished playing, I took the needle off the one that was currently playing. So it made that horrible, like, you know, that sound of whoop, you know, that sound. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I was like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? It just took me a minute to figure out what was going on. Do you know what? Do you know what the uh, the official terminology for that move is? No, that's a buttery ass move. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna give me the terminology for the noise it makes when it. No, when you, no, no, just 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 a classic James story. It's terrible. I love it. And, and it felt like time slows down. And it feels like you know the place was dead silent. Like it feels like you know everyone's like, oh, but they probably weren't. No one yeah. even noticed. You know. So yeah, it's like that. It's like it's like that scene in the special edition of. Return of the Jedi, where they're in Jabba's palace and it's Snice Noodle or Sice Noodle in the band. Uh, Max, Re- yeah, it's not Max Rebo. It's that crazy guy who's like, Rrr! yeah. And uh, there's like the weird like um that sound that this. she's like, what? Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that sound. There you go. It is that sound. Um, exactly. That's the trademark. So basically. Fast forward, you know, the bands play. We stick around to see the bands play. And um, me and a friend who also happens to be the owner of Death Ray Records. <laughs> Actually, maybe I shouldn't be telling the story. Tell but it, tell it. I'm sure he won't mind. We, you know, the whole thing of, oh, let's let's get a burger, let's get some food sort mm. of thing is, you know, as, you, as it comes up for a few drinks. But I, I knew that I had pizza at home waiting for me, so I didn't, I didn't go crazy. I got a, one cheeseburger, but... Arpa, 
the, the death ray records man he for some reason he decided he was going to buy one cheeseburger for like you know it's like one ninety nine for like the most basic but customize the hell out of it <laughs> so for, we honestly thought felt like spent 15 minutes for him customizing so he ended up getting like a fourteen dollar fifty. <laughs> burger that's like a customized cheeseburger <laughs> and he put like four sauces and i helped him do this but it felt like being the most important decision in the world was making what these additions were going to be like it was it was such a big deal those are the true questions of the universe when you get mm. to that point in the night mm. and then we went back to the we went back to death ray and ate the burgers and then i left and he apparently fell asleep in the store until the next morning <laughs> <laughs> just open up shop oh hey guys I'm yeah not feeling great so anyway, nice. this is taking too long. So that was my Saturday. <laughs> that was my Saturday night. So it was a very it's a good tough Saturday, man. Yeah, it was a very tough Sunday. Hard record store. Yeah, and, and then Monday, fair. I got interviewed for a podcast, sort of plugging this podcast, which was really exciting. Wow, that's yeah. kind of strange in itself. We're getting famous, Dan. <laughs> getting famous, uh, getting plugged already. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Simon Sweetman, who is a, I suppose, a local music reviewer blogger, social media, um, writer, music listener, music lover, um, sent me a message saying, do you want to be on my podcast? So he normally, he normally does, uh, I guess, musicians or people with music careers or media related. I mean, you know, he, he had like the organizer of the Wellington Jazz Festival on, he's had uh, writers. So I felt a bit of a cheat because I haven't necessarily had like a music career or something like that. So, you know, it was really cool to go on. It was really, really weird to be interviewed like that, you know? Yeah, on the actual kind of yeah, pl- so platform. I, I put a good plug plug in for our show, by the way. Nice. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. You're doing this proud. My yeah. boy, you're doing this proud. He, he was, how's it going? I'm like, well, we've done three so far. So. <laughs> <laughs> now on the fourth, yeah. that's probably going to go horribly awry. Um, we're yeah, going to keep it loose. <laughs> we're going to keep yeah. it no, pretty... Uh, it, it, it was, it was good though. I mean, like it was, you know, I, I, I talked about how our podcast is so different because it's just us talking. We don't have to prepare to interview people or it's, it's just a different vibe again completely, you know? Yeah. There's not really an agenda. No. And so yeah. much as just kind of randomly bringing up stuff that we kind of think is interesting. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. Almost. You, you should, if you haven't heard it, you should check out his podcast actually. Cause he, he does a really good one with the guy from Jacob. That's really cool. You know, the post rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one's really cool. I've listened to one. I can't remember who who we did it with, mm. but they they talked heaps about Van Halen. It was great. Really? I was like, oh yeah, they were talking about how they remember seeing them in Australia or something. It's off yeah. the tracks, right? Yeah, off the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's cool, man. So that was cool. Yeah. So I talked talked about my YouTube channel and stuff like that, and you know the whole idea of like. Even we do it. We're talking. We're talking about such an analog format in such a digital way. Is kind of like this, the weirdest concept when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to rub your head and scratch your stuff. Like, yeah, rub your head and your stuff. What, whatever the hell that. Yeah, whatever that saying is. is. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, and then the last thing. See, I've had a busy week, I suppose, in terms of like music-related things. Yeah. Um. I I had a friend over. It would have been almost two weeks ago now, and. We were listening to some records and I started no- noticing like a bit of like distortion and stuff. So I was starting to think that my, we started to think my needle was maybe a bit off. Oh. But prior to this, I've been cleaning records in that fancy ultrasonic cleaner. Mm. And a lot of them hadn't, had been coming out still quite noisy, which was really frustrating me. Cause I knew that, you know, 
I've got a friend who has one and his comes out silent. So I was like, damn, so something isn't working. So I was trying different formulas, trying to, you know, clean it for a lot longer, a lot less, like, mm. you know, trying all different ways. And I finally figured out it's because my needle is like five years old and I haven't replaced it. That's what's causing a lot of the noise on the records because I switched it, ended up switching it over to a DJ cart, my old DJ cartridge and the records come are clean. Oh, wow. So in a way, I'm kind of relieved that the cleaner is working. I've got some records, records I thought were really noisy and I was going to have to sell them at the fair are now actually in really good shape. But it means I have to fork out for a new cartridge. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's like, that's the big thing of the week. <laughs> oh, man. But that's that's definitely... It's a good thing scenario. overall. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I ha- I saved about 10 records I thought I was going to have to sell because huh. the noise was just... I mean, like stuff, like especially I have like some like ambient synthesizer stuff. Like some Brian Eno stuff that's really beautiful music, but any crackles can like ruin it. So, totally, yeah. Yeah, so that now you've got one. the fun. Now you've got the fun of selecting what cartridge to get. I know, yeah. Anyway. You've got a veritable smorgasbord to choose from. Yeah, and you know, I made some money at the fair, which is good timing, so I can look at just yeah. putting that money towards that. So it kind of worked out. Yeah. Yeah, and that was my week. What about you? Nice. <laughs> I um haven't really had much time to listen to music but what i did um what i did pick up i managed to get a couple of records um cool oh, they're on camera oh look at this i'm getting a live viewing yeah yeah um this one um i thought was particularly cool um it's the soundtrack to the film one-eyed jacks i don't know the movie so Alan Brando. Uh, okay right yeah i think it's i think it was his first um his first foray into directing, I believe. It's kind of like a cult little film. Right. The soundtrack's cool. really interesting. It's got hints of classic Western yeah. um, audiography, if that's such a word. Mm. You know, you've got the, you know, your yeah. electric guitar and all that jazz, but it's really interesting. Cool. I really, really like it. A bit of a surprise. Kind of just a bit of a blind pickup. It's not terribly expensive, but... It paid off. You know those cool yeah. things where you're just mm. like, you know, I'm going to take a chance on this. Mm. Maybe shit. I listened to like the first track um, yeah. there. I was like, okay, I'm hooked enough. I'll just check it out. So you didn't, you just went into the store and it was there or you saw the um, handout for sale or? Uh, no, I just went in there just, just right there. I was like, oh shit, it's that movie that, I, you know, keep yeah. reading about. Cool. Because um, like on Twitter, I follow a lot of film um, feeds. Yeah. And there's one person in particular, um, I think her name's Priscilla Page. She... Um, did a little kind of um, thread about One Eye Jacks, cool. how awesome it is. I was like, oh, I remember that film. So I just picked go. it up, blind buy, really good. The other one I got was uh, Fatso Jetson, cool. uh, Toasted. It's a I know the name, I don't know the music. I'm sorry Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to anyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> so like Fatso Jetson um, is kind of the same ilk as early Queens of the Stone Age, kind of Caius. Um, cool. they, were the, they were in that um, that whole scene. I think the the main dude, um, Mario, what's his name? Mario Lally. He's kind of like um, for Josh um, for Josh Homie. He was like his big, huge like inspiration. Yeah. Uh, like they all kind of looked to him in that uh, Palm Desert scene. I so like he's. A... Sorry, I'm not cutting off. You could carry on. <laughs> I just had a thought. <laughs> well, yeah, but like um, that dude's like you know the desert sessions yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's been on heaps of them yeah there's a song and one of the titles is something fatso and i'm sure it's in the desert or something there's some reference to fatso it could be like a track title in desert sessions or something but i don't know i can't i can't remember yeah. the exact link right now but it rings a bell yeah but yeah. that's just good straightforward 
um, desert rock and roll, basically. Cool. Huge, awesome. huge guitars, awesome, awesome stuff. Cool. Yeah, but I just picked those up. Pretty happy with them. Yeah. Apart from that, haven't really been. I've just been listening to like old thrash metal. Been going yeah. like an old thrash nice. metal binge for some reason. That's cool. Region. Yeah. Region, like I say. How, how often do you go to Little Groovy? Like, on, just on a weekly basis, by the way. How often do I go? Yeah, like, do you go like once a week, sort of thing? I I try. Yeah. That's kind of the goal. Because I think because sometimes I see stuff on their website, and I think I should maybe message you and say, if you're going in. Can you just check to see if this is like if it's in good condition or what pressing it is? Because sometimes they just don't say what it is. Because I check them, I check it too every day to see what they've got in. But obviously, yeah, it's a bit risky sometimes to order online when they don't necessarily say what it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, man. Um, hit me up. Yeah, if I see anything. Although, I just I was I was kind of I've been a bit um, I was disappointed right. <laughs> recently by a few things that I see on the list. Be like, oh damn! Like there was, um. Have you heard of H.P. Lovecraft? Not the yes, um, the dude, uh, yes, the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a psych thing, isn't it? Or like yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. weird sixties psych thing. They had yeah, cool. the, um, their first LP. Mm. I was like, oh shit, because like I gave it a listen. Super cool. <laughs> Going yeah. and there's a god, like, goddamn warped. That's why it was so cheap. Oh, I was like, oh, I can't actually. Like it was bad. enough to just be really mm. bad. So I was like, oh, I can't really buy it. Oh, no, yeah. Would have been cool though. Would have yeah, been super cool. Yeah. I know the album cover because I'm picturing it in my head right now. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. a, um, that first song. I can't remember what the the track is, but mm. that first track of that album is really cool. It's like an an old folk standard, right? Cool. But it's re- they've got like really impeccable harmonies. Kind of remind me of the best of '60s harmonies. Kind of like the um, cool. British Invasion invasion um, groups that had the sweet harmonies. To uh, to tie it back, sort of into the theme. I watched a video on bluegrass music, which is like the most uncool music ever. And I vaguely got moderately interested in bluegrass music for about a day and a half. <laughs> All of a day and a half. Yeah, well, I'm sort of, yeah, I was more interested when I watched the video and it's sort of waning a bit now, but that's something I do nothing about. And it's considered like the most like, yeah, uncool, untalked yeah. about genre ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do, uh, you know Steve Martin, the actor slash yes. comedian? Yeah. Yeah. He's crazy. With his bluegrass, is he? He's oh, like one of he's one of like, I think he's one of the most talented banjo players. Wow. He has like some kind of huge thing where he's just massively talented at playing bluegrass and the banjo. Right. I think. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. There you go. Um, so should we talk about what we're here to talk about? Let's talk about what we're here to talk about. <laughs> that's a good segue. In yeah. so much as just strong arming, what we're going to do? <laughs> guilty pleasures. Yeah, guilty it's all about pleasures. guilty pleasures. Hmm. We what? haven't figured out the exact title yet, but I'm sure no doubt you'll be I'm, reading that. Before. It's probably just going to be guilty pleasures. I'm feeling a tad lazy this week, and I'm I'm okay with it. Strangely <laughs> enough, yeah, I'm I'm allowed to say I'm not feeling the most motivated. I can be honest on this podcast, right? It's an <laughs> honest place. This is this is this is how these things work. We we are mm. only honest. We are only our true, authentic selves in <laughs> yeah, front of these like hair pleasures. microphones. Yeah, the guilty pleasure. The idea of a guilty pleasure. Mm. The, well, I guess the idea of the episode. It's kind of like a thought that I've had for a very long time. Just the idea, the concept of a guilty pleasure. Is there such thing as mm. a guilty pleasure? Should yeah. we buy into this idea that we should be kind of like ashamed of a certain subset of music or whatever it is that we still secretly enjoy? Like, mm. is, you know, is is there value in keeping them like hidden or shall we just let our freak flag fly high and just embrace the weirdness of all of the shit that we like? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it is hard, and it's also a case of 
do you feel weird telling certain people rather than other people about your guilty pleasures or, you know, is a is a do you have cool friends that you would never tell but then you have people that you would tell, you know, it's all yeah, especially where in this the, age of social media now. Mm, where are the boundaries? Where are the boundaries? And and you know, a, a case in point is we talked about this before, but I can sometimes see your Spotify publicly and I think <laughs> what the fuck is he listening to? <laughs> well, well this is one of the things I wrote down um, just in the notes. Just the idea of the Spotify playlist, having a friend's feed where they can see what you're listening to because mm. there is the option to take it private and have is a it? private session. Yeah. Right. And initially, when Spotify first came out, I would share it um, mm. kind of like around with the family. Yeah. And you'd get your feed just littered with music that you'd be... Oh, so everyone sta- would use your Spotify is what you mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So you'd get... You know, you'd have like, um, I don't know, something like Boris going into like the Malvins going into um, Fleetwood Mac, which is still consistent, yeah. which would go into Alton John, which is like still pretty consistent. <laughs> but then it'd go to like Drake yeah, and yeah. then like it'd just go to all this random stuff where, you know, at the time I was like, we can't have this. We have to curate. <laughs> like We have to curate what the people can see. Yeah. But that very immediately kind of, I just got lazy and just mm. thought, why am I doing this? What's the yeah. point? Mm. I... Like, I know a guy through like the internet, so I don't know him personally, but he is a guy that he he buys like super rare records, super hard to find, like obscure private presses, and like you know he buys like six hundred dollar records. He doesn't buy a lot, but he you know takes his time and he you know finds the best copy, and he's really and like people like respect him, blah 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 blah. <laughs> I see on, on like you know I see on his Spotify all the time that he puts on like Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. Like and I and I haven't called him out personally, but I've said to other people, have you seen what he's playing on his Spotify? <laughs> um, but that's what obviously he's got a family. I'm sure maybe you know he plays stuff around for his kids. But it's just really funny seeing you used to seeing his name with a post of like an obscure like a South African jazz masterpiece private thing and then you go to spotify and it's like you know backstreet's back you know <laughs> yeah yeah which i would i would hold that song up like that first yeah. backstreet boy song is like if you listen to the production on that even just the song itself it's a catchy goddamn song in terms of, i don't know it is okay I, we can give it catchy that's as far as I'll <laughs> i mean like and there's the thing where it's like you're you know people are allowed to like not like things but mm. if you like it what's so bad about it if mm. it's well and here's the ultimate test i was thinking what where's the ultimate test of what mm. what's the what's the line Where, where's the mm. line in the sand and that's nickelback it has yeah, to be it is. and that's probably the most publicly everyone knows that band yeah yeah well like, you know like i did i did like the most to have the silver side up cd so i mean that's the other thing is like do you feel guilty liking things you used to like you know like i like them at some point i don't like them anymore but yeah, and that goes with changing music tastes, but yeah. my my theory is if all of these... Th- well, it's like when people say, would you repeat, would you change anything? Would you do anything different? We're talking about failures and stuff. And most people, more often than not, would say no, because all of those things mm. led me to the point where I am now. That's true. And yeah. helped me learn something. So it's like, I kind of like the idea of all of the stuff that you might be embarrassed about, you know, from adolescence and that mm. kind of stuff, maybe... Mm. Things that you, you know, had a little bit of a fling with, yeah, a little bit of a. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. When I was, I was thinking today about my guilty pleasures and what, like, if I was to pick three songs, what would they be? And for some reason, they are all '90s music. Like, I don't have any '80s guilty pleasures, or, but like, why is that? Why is why do I not? Is it because they're not of my time that I don't feel guilty about them? Like, you know. 
Is, um, it, is it linked to the people my age who like them? Like, why? Like, I don't know if that's the same for you. Like, do you have? Do you I would. I I would say the whole '90s thing, maybe just because of our age and the fact that that was a relatively, um, bad I guess time. Well, I guess you could say bad time, but also just that that age where you're figuring things out and you're kind of experimenting mm. with different music and like your identity, and the fact that all of these huge songs come out, and at the time you might be into it. But then you quickly get to that point where you learn what is cool and what is not acceptable in terms of, well, it was a very superficial society and it's that way with mm. music too. Where if you're seen to be liking this popular stuff or if you're trying to get in with a certain crowd and they're like, Backstreet Boys, like, yeah. you, can't, you can't listen to that. <laughs> Otherwise we'll judge you and people judge. But like, I feel like, at least for us, those 90s songs are just because of that. You know, We were that age at that time. So yeah. a lot of regrettable decisions were made. In the name okay. of growing, growing pains. But saying that, okay, so you've got Peter Andre, Mysterious Girl. This is just a song I'm picking. I don't have any, there's no personal fantastic, links to this. Fantastic pick, fantastic um, pick. And then you've got something like, uh, I don't know, Duran Duran, I don't know, which have techie pick. <laughs> so they're both equally as bad, but yeah. why do we feel that the Peter Andre is worse? Like they're both, they're, they're both songs, regardless yeah. of time. I would, if I say if I did like them both, I'm more likely to tell people that like Duran Duran because it has got less guilt to it. But why is that? I, you know? I, I guess there's that lack of attachment. You can't really be held accountable because you weren't alive then. Yeah. If you're suppose, al- yeah. like, we were, we were of that prime age when that Peter Andre song, that didn't just drop. That song hit like a yeah. goddamn 10 ton hammer. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Everywhere. Mm. We're we're held accountable just mm. by the sheer fact that we were alive at that time. <laughs> so that's like, we're linked it's, to it's it. Accountability. Yeah, accountability. We're all accountable <laughs> we're for all of the shit of the nineties. Yeah. Now the two thousand stuff. Mm. I wash my hands clean of it. I got yeah. nothing to do with it. No, I think this is not even related to. I feel like the two thousands were a pretty barren time for music. It's easier uh, to say that. Yeah, but even then, that's if we're talking about where I would say the bulk of my my if I were to really have guilty pleasures and I I'm still on the fence over like mm. just the the new metal heavy yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the early thousands yeah that's you're easily dated by that period just by mm. growing up at that time and I would say a lot of the guilty I mean even just saying the name disturbed just kind of like yeah part of me thinks I know, I, know oh, <laughs> I, I, I want to it's that thing where you just want to just be like you know what I don't care I like mm. the first two albums mm. done and yeah. be and feel like cool. That's the weight off my chest. But then it's like you're just inviting criticism, and it's <laughs> are you comfortable enough and confident enough in your own not just taste, but mm. yeah, <laughs> you know, existence know. to yeah. kind of put that stuff out there because mm. it's quite a vulnerable practice of revealing mm. your potentially darkest <laughs> designs. Yeah, I mean- I, I, as you all know, I have a YouTube channel where I talk about music and I can talk forever about the most obscure free jazz in the world. But then, you know, I, I can sometimes show a Smashing Pumpkins uh, box set or, you know, something like that. I don't know. Smashing Pumpkins is cool. Smashing Pumpkins Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of something you worse. You got the cool card with that, man. I'm try- yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of something worse. Than okay, um, wait. No, you have... Um, I know. Let me, re- let me just quickly have a brainstorm. Mm. I know exactly something that could be considered um, guilty pleasure. Mm. Third Eye Blind? Oh, yeah. Well, I completely forgot about that. You've got... You've, what, <sighs> you have the crazy box set thing, don't you? No, I've got like... Yeah, I even 
pre-ordered the reissues, which was like four years ago, so it's not even an excuse, which I've thought about selling so many times, but I put the music on and I go, I like this music. Uh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I guess, yeah, Third Eye Blind, who were kind of terrible, but I guess, yeah, the music was entwined with me. Yeah, but again, and, like, is that music terrible? If you like it, well, where's no, the, like, yeah. how, how is, I don't know, I just have this weird schism with... Mm that weird self uh, how to put it it's like you we say things are bad just as to have an out like yeah maybe yeah yeah well, what is bad maybe yeah. that's maybe that's an out just mm. to yeah. let some of the air out i don't mm. know i i i won't make any further comments on the music but i can tell you for sure that they are terrible live because i've, I've seen them <laughs> twice for, oh, the shit. first time i went with me and Tali, i dragged tali along to go see them and they came on and they started playing and I remember a feeling we both looked at each other and they were just bad. Like, and she knew and I knew it and they were just bad. Like, there was no, just, I don't know, something about it. And then, this is the even worse part. You know that festival sound wave that was around for a while? Yeah, it's not, it's uh, done, right? I think it's done, yeah. Um, I think one of the final years, uh, the headliners, like, was, was Iron Maiden. I might have told you this already. And away in like one of the side stages was Third Eye Blind. It's like, you know, away from that. So I had a choice between Iron Maiden and Third Eye Blind. Now, I'm not really an Iron Maiden fan yeah. anyway. So, of course, I went to Third Eye Blind. But that's a decision that I regret massively. Just because yeah. I feel like I should have at least seen, you know, Iron Maiden and seen this set up and all that. Yeah. Instead, I saw Third Eye Blind for the second time. You missed out on the troop alive, man. I know, I probably did, yeah. Well, absolutely, they would have played it, so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, that's kind uh, of like a festival regret. <laughs> uh, Along yeah. with, I, I think I may have talked about this, seeing the Prodigy over Neil Young, that's another f- festival regret. That's a baller move, though. That is pretty baller to just be like, you know what, Neil Young? Nah. Yeah. Prodigy it is. I know, which is just like listening to, it was like listening to this, the CD on really loud, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, just out of curiosity, um, do you still have um that experience, Prodigy experience? Uh, no, I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily, I've sold mine too. Did you? There you go. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I couldn't bear to own it. No, yeah. I kept it for ages. And at one time, I was like, "Fuck it, I can't do it anymore." Yeah, that would be. I don't know if that would be a guilty pleasure. That'd just be like a weird kind of. I I, rem- I remember hearing it and thinking, "What the hell is this?" Like it was yeah. very. It was. It made an impact. <laughs> I live at that. Yeah, it's, mm. it's a lot more dated than the later. Yeah. Um, um, if it's, I think. Yeah. So what were we saying? Oh, yeah, sorry, back to Third Eye Blind. Yeah, so, <laughs> the, the, yeah, I, basically, about four or five years ago, they got announced they were going to be reissued for the first time or issued on vinyl for the first time. And they were done by the label and it was a big crowdfunding thing and, like, I put the money forward. So, like, I intentionally, like, you know, went for it. You're partly responsible. Partly responsible. You're and they partly to blame. Colored vinyl. I didn't care about that. And then, and then for some reason they got they sold out, and then they got really expensive. And at one point they were the most expensive records in my collection. And I was like, Jeez. really close to selling them. And then for some reason, music on vinyl got hold of it, wind of it, and took the tapes. And then now they've been made, you know, yeah, yeah, widely available. So, but yeah, anyway, that's yeah, that's probably a guilty pleasure that I've completely forgotten about. Yeah, Dan never forgets. No. Dan keeps everything in a, yeah, a nice organized list. I should, list I should listen mind. to them again now to see what what I think. But I was, yeah, I was playing. I'm I'm replaying Grand Theft Auto Five because I never finished nice. it. Nice. All right, I never, I've, I've I've never finished it either. Yeah, so I I bought like the remastered PS4 version. Oh, nice. Um, it, it was like forty bucks or something. 
Um, mm. I was so obviously a big it. part of that game for anyone that doesn't know is you're driving around and there's a radio, a radio on the in the car that you you know the radio is a big part of the game because it tells you about what's happening in the city and you know what's playing and there's you know there's like a reggae station a pop station and you just flick through whatever and uh all saints pure shores came on and i was like this is such a cool song and i was like driving down and pure saints and i was like this is a guilty pleasure i suppose <laughs> yeah yeah but it's a great song i don't know that's probably one that i just love that song i don't know i th- i think that's a that's a really good song and also a good opportunity to just launch into guilty pleasures like the mm. guiltiest of guilty pleasures i was actually thinking on my way home today i thought let's say potentially uh you go out on like a first date or something mm. or you, you know mm. the early stages of um courtship as it were yeah and the idea of i don't know we we like to keep our our best selves um on display we mm. don't really open mm. up and reveal the weird until later on but mm. imagine if it was a a prerequisite for getting to know somebody that you had to unleash all of your like you had to air all of your dirty laundry musically <laughs> yeah. on the first date yeah, and like what that question. would look like imagine mm. if you both had to bring a phone or a playlist and you'd have to walk around listening <laughs> to each other's guilty pleasures and then just talking about it yeah. i actually think mm. that that could be a really entertaining date idea mm. yeah absolutely i mean like i am secretly like a massive kenya west fan and i'd ever talk about it <laughs> Oh shit! Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, okay. I should, not, I should introduce so you to um, a friend of mine. Not so much like the super recent stuff, but I went. Oh, to you're an, you're an OG. A also. massive, yeah. Well, not even OG. I suppose just after that, but yeah, I, I've seen him live like twice, but I don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what is it about? Oh, I'm just imagining that? walking around a bar with like Kanye West blowing from a smartphone. <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> that's, what, that's what made me think of. <laughs> well, but like, what is it about Kanye that? you're kind of uh, embarrassed about i don't know i like that he's such an idiot because i think he he's probably <laughs> the most punk thing about music right now that isn't punk because he's just doing the stupidest stuff and i don't know how to describe <laughs> that, it i don't know that i actually never i never thought of kanye west in the light of being a punk i actually well, really okay, like so that idea i don't know like I like that he like headlined Glastonbury and he annoyed people by doing that because I was like, at least you're doing, at least you're going out and having the balls to do it. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where I love that people hate him and that's why I like him. Yeah. Um, because because he is an idiot and I, he must know. I don't know if he I don't know if he knows or not, but I suppose that's part of it. Um. I suppose, yeah, it's not really a guilty thing, but yeah, the production, I used to really get into it back in the day because the hip-hop production was something I didn't really know much about. Mm. Um, yeah, but I guess that's a guilty... It's 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 not really a guilty pleasure in terms of, like, the absolute public, but in terms of, like, the people that I talked about music, it's probably a yeah. guilty pleasure that I wouldn't I've, talk about. Yeah, I've never, ever heard you bring Kanye West up in that light before. Or like, maybe I, no even, I don't think I've ever, even ever brought him up, generally speaking. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea that you dug him. Do you like the yeah. Yeezus album? Uh, I like bits of it. That's when I started to drop off. But I like, I get so what he was doing fun. with it. And I, I yeah. understand the production values and stuff with that. Yeah. yeah, I was really into that stuff. I was into like Lil Wayne as well and stuff like that. Oh, for a shit. While yeah. Oh, man. Oh, this is yeah. exciting. All of, the, all of the skeletons. That fucking song. What was it called? Amelia, whatever it was called. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty terrible. Oh, man. Um, a, a, actually, this is an artist that I'm not guilty about, but I don't know if you know, is Frank Ocean. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually a really big fan of Frank Ocean. I think he's really cool. Frank, Frank Ocean, you get the cool cut with that one. Yeah, I know. I just, I kind of have to chuck in something nice at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, maybe like, yeah, I was never really into, actually, I was into Drake. Oh, my God, I was into Drake for a little oh. bit. Oh uh, man! Yeah. Oh man! Was, you should have had. You should have had my. Um. You should have shared Spotify with my family. Yeah, I know. Would have been fun. There was one Drake album, and I forgot what the hell it was called. And I almost bought the record of it. Almost, but I didn't. But I was very close to. And that was that was up pretty recently. You know, that was like whatever four yeah, years yeah. ago. Whenever that was around. Yeah. And then whatever reason, I've just sort of stopped. Um. But yeah, I mean, like that's like a current. I'm trying to think of like more current. Like I used to really like Katy Perry. Like her early stuff, I thought she was quite well. When you when you songs. say when you say all of the um, kind of like modern pop stuff, are you saying it in terms of like you generally like the songs and think they catch you, or are you listening from more of a purely production viewpoint? Like you really yeah, like no, the I, Sonic. I think like that Teenage Dream song is a really perfect pop song. Like I think it's really yeah yeah it's really catchy. Like I don't have any problems with it. I like the I like the production, but from a song point of view, I like it. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. That, that's what I'm trying to think of songs that I just genuinely like because they're fun and I think they're well done songs, not because they're necessarily, you know, the production. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's easy to take the, the moral ground and be like, well, I, yeah. I really appreciate the production on Lord, yeah. which I do, but I also like the Lord songs, but it's easy yeah. to talk about the production, you know? Yeah. As mm. soon as you start saying, oh, I just, you know, sonically, it's just like really amazing. All the engineers and the producers are doing an amazing job. It takes the. It, I love how they've compressed the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the just the noise war is just still continuing <laughs> on and on, no end in sight. But yeah, it, that kind of, mm. that, that knee jerk thing where it's like, oh, there's got to be some kind of like, easy out where it's not purely just because if you just say I because I like the song hmm. you're just inviting all the criticism if you say yeah. well I like the song and like the production is really good it's like hmm. oh but he's like oh he's actually thinking about it in a higher level hmm. sense which isn't for fun. sure yeah uh, I mean like I wrote these in the notes so you've probably seen them already but yeah all time classics for me is that uh, Steal My Sunshine song by Len if you know that one I don't know that one oh, it's such a banger it's so good You'd know it if you hear it. I'm not gonna. I want. I was gonna sing it to you, but I'm really. Uh, on the well, don't don't disappoint me, James. I can't. That's not even like a discernible chorus. <laughs> it's not. It's literally still still my sunshine. It's like that. It's a really good song. You should. What's it called? It's called uh, "Steal My Sunshine" by Len. The power of the internet. The power of Spotify. Are you gonna play it? I was, but Please I've just do. got the. I've got the pinwheel of death. I wonder if I can do it. Oh, I can't do it because my headphones are plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Thing, so it's not gonna. Um, it's down to you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna um, keep talk and do this at the same time. I can't multitask, so it's gonna be awesome. Um, um so yeah, that that's 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 one. I feel like it's one of those songs where you'll probably know it as soon, almost as soon as it comes on. Yeah, wasn't like what uh, early thousands or late nineties uh, or late? It's I think it was like almost like early nineties, but it sounds like mid to late 90s or something uh-huh. anyway that's a song that Tally and I play all the time in the car and it's just a, a really good fun song oh nice I mean it's like a summer song as well yeah I think I would hazard a guess that most people's guilty pleasures or what they would designate as being a guilty mm. pleasure yeah would be fun as hell is something like the Cardigans love for a guilty pleasure it's not really is it dude it's a, it's a great I, song dude that entire album is fire yeah, I the Cardigans or the Romeo and Juliet. That, um, the card, the Cardigans, yeah. um, first man on the moon. That album, mm. Mm. our first band on the moon. That mm. album is fire. God okay, damn, it's a good it's album. Not, it's not a guilty pleasure then. 
I, not I, it's not. I, well, the, when I start talking about guilty pleasures, mm. I get into this weird like defensive thing where I'll be like, nah, that's amazing. I'll fight on this <laughs> hell for that. You know, that kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. just fervent passion for it. Like yeah. I, that album's amazing. Mm. Like I was like, <laughs> that session uh, could be a good episode for a podcast, but we'll not do that. Mm. Um, the uh, you know mood mood picker uppers yeah, like yeah, if you're having yeah. like a really shitty day or you feel mm. really sad yeah. like that album will instantly kind of like help me feel better it's yeah, like one of my go tos yeah. I know this, this morning like I woke up this morning I was in a real grumpy mood just for work reasons and stuff and for some reason I I just put on like a sad record and I felt so rubbish <laughs> and I just take it off and be like why did I do that to myself because I was like I don't feel like anything too exciting but I just went to like the most <laughs> stupid obviously depressing thing ever or it'd be like it's like pissing down with rain you wake up and put on mm. some joy division and be like yeah yeah i know it's gotta it's gotta be good hey have you seen that um joy division documentary called control uh, done by anton corbin i've seen i've seen the beginning and then i got distracted and yeah. did something else it's really but good it's yeah because there was um there was another movie based on oh uh, yeah there's like 24 hour party people which is more on the label itself yeah um but yeah it's it's really good I rewatched it again recently, and I was yeah, I was Holds forgot up. what it was. Uh, Control, the, which yeah. is the yeah, yeah. So I watched That's that with the it. other Dan originally in the movies, and I watched oh, rewatched it again for the first time. Yeah. yeah. So it holds up. Yeah, it's really good. Like he does a lot of amazing uh, like photography and movie work with musicians. So it's all shown black and white as well. So it's really interesting. Have you found that song yet? No, my Spotify shit. Like oh, it's yeah. actually Join YouTube. Um, YouTube. Um. Could, I could try. Or I could take my headphones out and jump on. No, no. <laughs> we, we, we shall make this flail until the end I know, of I know there's people listening now and they're like, that, that's that song. You must know that song. Like it's in the, back, in the back of their head. Well, here's an interesting concept. How do you make... Well, it's like, I always thought about radio. Like, how do you make train wreck radio good? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah. basically talking about nothing while trying to find some, like stuff. Uh, they just have a whole bunch of annoying like sound clips and sound effects and like, yeah, exactly. People um, shouting in. Steal my sunshine. Yeah. Damn. Oh, uh, but see, if you're doing it on YouTube, you're gonna get the glorious video aspect of it too. Oh shit! Oh, you won't do doing listener. You'll get nothing off the sword. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. you got guess, it. Guess, guess who has it on Vivo? What? Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> oh Christ! Ad after the after the ad. <laughs> this ad is um. Describing years and years sanctify. What a banger! This is not the guilty pleasure to clarify to any listener. This is the app no. before the YouTube. Oh my god, this video is amazing! Guys um, climbing up a pole, air drumming, air kicking. Such a banger. I've really never heard this before. Cause. Just listen to that. It's quite a big hook. I was lying on the grass. Oh, this song. <laughs> 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 ah, this one. Yeah. Oh, this video is amazing. Oh, it's, it's so bad. But like. How do you feel about this song? I don't have anything against it. Mm. I just, ne- I was never like a big fan of it, I guess. He, he sounds like a bit like James Addiction. A little bit, eh? Yeah. That kind of like that Perry kind of like, yeah. 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 I think it's a really good summer song. 
That is a pretty. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say something like uh, Crazy Town. <laughs> it is as well. Yeah, it is in the well, that, it remi- That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it's true. I'm just trying to upsell it with Jane's Addiction. <laughs> yeah, there's a um, there's like a core trio of songs that always go on a summer playlist, and it's that, and it's that um, Brimful of Asher by Corner Shop. Oh, dude! Great hell song. yes, yeah, hell it's a great, yes. That's a great pop song. Shit, and yeah. uh, Eddie Bricknell and New Bohemians, What I Am, which you would know that too <laughs> if you don't know it already. Yeah, yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. song. I reckon that's, an, that's a guilty pleasure, but yeah, it's an amazing song. Yeah, man, those are some good songs for summer. Yeah, they're really good. And then you get Cardigan's Love Full going there. Oh, uh, yeah, well. I just put down my daily playlist, to be fair. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, to be fair. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I know you've, you've got... Do you want to talk about some of yours? Because I know you've got some bad ones. For me, Dave. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm just looking at my 90s playlist now. Mm. There are so many that could be considered <laughs> just horrible. Like, yeah. But I, for whatever reason, I can attach time and a place and the reason why I like it. And mostly it's just because... Yeah. I generally like the song. Mm. There might be a couple I'll touch upon that I'm not like the biggest fan, but it's weird nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, um, here's here's the thing for me, right? So those songs that I just mentioned, a lot of them I only rediscovered lately and didn't necessarily love them immediately at the time. Whereas the ones you're going to talk about are things that you have revisited and you still love, right? Which is a big difference. Yeah, although there may be a few that I didn't like at the time, but I like yeah. now. Um, but... um. Yeah, like, instantly I see... Well, I mean, Cheryl Crow. I mean, I don't know if mm. that's... Mm. <sighs> Shania Twain would be counted. Oh, yeah, but, mm. dude, I love Shania Twain. Mm. Like, unreserved. Dude. Like, I, I just... I Are just you going like, to see her when she plays here? No, <laughs> I've, I, I haven't seen even, like... Some of my favorite bands, I'll just be like, no, nah, I can't... I don't want to pay you that much. Like, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. But no, yeah. um... But, yeah, that... I mean, when that album came out, mm. freaking huge. But, like, yeah, I mean... That's immediately above the other thing I was going to talk about. Um, mm. Like this song, All I Want to Do. Yeah, it's a good that's song. That's a good song. I like yeah. that song. I think mm. that's a really, really good song with some tasty guitar locks. Mm. Yeah. Tasty, tasty slide. Um, but that's I... right above um, Sugar Babes, Overload. You know that oh, which song? Which one is that? Uh, I would know if you sang it because I remember them being really big. It's got this um, kind of cool surf kind of thing. It's not uh, playing. If it... I just skipped to here. It's not the one that's like tra- train comes and no destination. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's an awesome track. Yeah, um, I used to have that CD. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really mm. good song. Just mm. very catchy. It's got yeah. really cool different elements in it. Yeah, it's it's weird that that was considered like a pop song because there's something kind of interesting to it back in the day. Yeah, it's got a really cool kind of breakdownish part where it's mm. got um, almost like that Ichiku part kind of like phase thing. We say like, yeah, um, yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. I forgot about that song. Yeah. Here's something that most people just like, dude, what the hell? Um, Tina Arena. What's the big Sur- song the, again? The, the song Sorrento Moon. Don't know. I might know it. And I might know it. I remember. Oh, is that her? Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Another one. Another one. Okay, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, okay, here's something that has aged or I've... It's shine has the luster has deadened like (laughs) horrific, horrifically. Hooting the Blowfish. Uh, Oh, yeah. Like, I remember when that um, album came out, like, Mm. for some reason, my mum got it, like, in a mail order catalog when it first came out. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, this was around when it was that Friends episode that revolved around going to see Hooting the Blowfish. And then they vaguely remember that. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, 
I li- it's on my playlist, but I listen to that now. I'm like, uh, yeah. it's not really a pleasure anymore. It's just like... What about something that's like horrible, like Runaway Train track? Remember that? Oh, know, Runaway... Sh- what was that? Yeah. What was that band called? Oh, sh- uh, uh, they're called uh, Soul Asylum. There we go. Soul Asylum. I keep seeing that in real groovy, though. Um, <laughs> the record? <laughs> yeah. That, um, <laughs> it's like a music on vinyl thing or some shit yeah, like that. No way. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's terrible. But I always yeah. associate that song. I always put it together with that Two Princes song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that Two Princes song. That, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a on the play. That's, that's on the spot. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I feel sixty five. That's not really a guilty pleasure. That was just like the yeah. song of the time. Like, but do you, you know. listen to it for pleasure? That's um, the question now. Like, do you listen to it? T- T- TLC. Mm. I mean, arguably, like people could be like, "Hey, man, you like like heavy music? You can't like TLC." And it's like, well, you can because I do deal with it. Um, Tom Jones. Oh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's pretty bad, but I he's got I, some. You know, hmm. what's new? Pussycat's good. I like it. My my grandma once told me that she threw her knickers at Tom Jones, so that I can't listen to him ever again. Your your gra- your grandmother, your mm. grandmother was lit. Yeah. Lit AF son. <laughs> yeah, she was very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> As you should be. Uh Lou. I mean, Lou Beggar. Uh, one hit wonder. Did yeah. you see on Twitter, he put a tweet out saying, I'll do Mamba number six if I get like, it was something really low, like something like 100,000 <laughs> t- retweets. It was like in today's numbers, that's like a t- low amount. Yeah. He yeah. would have got it. Did and you see that? He probably oh, still hasn't done it. I feel like I saw it, but I never like followed up to find out what happened in the end. But yeah. I was like, that's like nothing in today's time. It's like t- yeah. 100,000 is no nothing. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, shit. Santana with Rob Thomas, that smooth song. Oh, yeah. I, I love that song. I don't do you care. Love it? Kari- uh, dude, karaoke, that song mm. is a goddamn banger. I swear to God. Hmm. It is. Okay. I, I, for me, I'll bring the house down with that song. For me, the ultimate karaoke track is something like Alanis Morissette. Like, something like You Ought to Know, I reckon, is like a. Because no one can sing like her, but you just sing. It's got a good flow for singing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a you know there's a lot of Alana's hate for some reason. Is there? That's a good pleasure for me. I suppose. Well, actually, there's not. I'm just making that up. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Actually, there's a there's actually a, a dude that I work with um, who's his his whole thing was like, man, every time you come into my studio, you'll hear Alana's Morissette. And no joke, most times I went in there, there'd be Alana's playing. I was like, oh, this guy's serious. He went to see her. There you go. Recently. Yeah. There yeah, when she played down wherever. Yeah. Is he going to see Celine Dion as well? Because aren't they? Is Alana's Canadian. Am I making that up? I think like they're both Canadian. Um, uh, yeah, I yeah, wrong. I think so. I uh, funnily enough, I um I did the um the ads for Celine Dion. Oh really? Like the radio yeah. ads. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Did you get yeah, to pick really, what songs is, is, the thing to do? Uh no, they had a this weird um pre-recorded music band that we kind of had to try and match. Oh. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. It was like this super um, hyper-produced thing that came from America, and you could hear, you know, what they'd done with it. It's like, oh man, hearing so you the have, you radio have to replicate, drops over there. Re- replicate it for a New Zealand audience. Or? For for that one, we just basically had to um, do the VO um, and hmm. basically put it in the same places that they had because it was, you know, that's not very exciting, is it? You must be so it's, tempted it's, to slip something in there. Oh, dude, my like, my so- whole my whole thing is like. Wouldn't it be cool to have subliminal messages and radio advertising yeah, and then have it like a, a series of them where if you knew about it, you could actually track like a hidden message across yeah, yeah, like yeah. or ho- like an entire story? What's that Now that thing? I've said it, oh. like... 
I, I was hey, listening to a, a podcast recently and they were talking all about like the Wilhelm scream, which you probably know all about. Yeah, man. You know, like the scream. This, yeah. If anyone doesn't know, it's a certain scream that was used in like hundreds. It would have been hundreds by the end of, of movies throughout the 70s and 80s. Yeah, it was an in-joke um, from yeah. all of the um, all of the engineers or the yeah. Yeah, the editors putting the, the soundtrack together. And, and you, you would know it if you hear it, but yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I mean, I could play it right now. You could. But I was going to say, keep talking. <laughs> um, apparently, the more guilty you feel about a piece of music, the more you can enjoy it because the idea of guilt and pleasure in your mind is so like closely linked that it, apparently scientific research shows that because you feel bad about it, you kind of secretly enjoy it more. Would that be kind of similar to the idea of... Like, uh, Porn. It was <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. But, <laughs> no, I was just thinking also... that kind of applies to lots of things, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, there was a similarly there was a scientific study done about the idea of knowing spoilers or right. having an understanding of spoilers. So like, um, if you knew something was coming hmm. or you knew what was going to happen, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't diminish your level of enjoyment. Knowing that it's there actually helps you enjoy it more for some reason. Right? Is that, or that there is like there anticipation of yeah. I I guess I, there's a difference between I forget which it is. There's minor spoilers and major spoilers. I think mm, right. Um, if it's a major spo- if you know a major spoiler is coming and you know it ahead of it, then it helps you enjoy it more because you're not really focusing on the fact that you know you're not yeah. looking out for the spoiler mm. or you can read the subtleties and everything mm. surrounding it Oops, mm. I don't know something like that but yeah just thinking along those lines of if you yeah. you know you can enjoy a guilt, like something that you know is guilty more because it takes the pressure off mm. yeah yeah I guess yeah that's true I, for me like I'm more willing to talk about guilty stuff to people I know in real life rather than to like my YouTube followers I suppose I don't know why because oh yeah because I People like watch me for quality. Well, <laughs> well, well, exactly. Like mm. you've um, you've established and created this image, which is projecting a certain level yeah. of you know. This is, this is, this, yeah, there's there's a standard there, right? So people yeah, look people look I mean, to you um, as a bastion of good taste, basically. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I don't. Whereas I, don't, I, I don't. on the other hand, <laughs> I could just be like, I listen to listen to all of the stupid shit I listen to. I don't give yeah. a damn, man. No, I don't, I don't give a damn, but I would never make a... I would never go and tell people that they need to go and buy an honest Morissette record because chances are they know it already. Like, it doesn't... I don't feel the need yeah. to share things yeah. that people already know, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't go out of your way to kind of bandy all of that stuff about... No, I mean, you don't really need to sell that stuff to people, right? Do I really need to tell you, nah. you know, the greatness yeah. of whatever? Yeah. But, I mean... And I was thinking about this, too... You know, uh, the weird thing with, like, hipster culture about liking things ironically? Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, so, like... I don't really get that, but... Yeah. So, like, for instance, one of the best finds ever mm. was when I went to Real Groovy and I I was paying no attention to anything. And, like, at the front of the bin, there was a copy of the Ricky Martin, you know, mm. self-titled LP from, like, 1999, which I had no idea they even, like, pressed. Yeah, and yeah. that was like that was like maybe the first example I had of a guilty pleasure. Like when I was mm. thirteen, I got that for my birthday. Mm. I asked for it on CD because I genuinely loved the songs on the radio. I thought, I this this is amazing music. I go to my um, 
I went to go and visit my dad's um, parents, and uh, it was for my birthday. Mm. And my my dad's brother and his wife were there, and they said, "Oh, what'd you get?" I was like, "Oh, I got this, and I got this, and I got uh, the Ricky Martin CD." Mm-hmm. And they just launched into me, just <laughs> kind of vicious about it because wow. I I I remember that like they like the Smashing Pumpkins, right? Yeah. So they're like. Uh, why do you like that? Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. they were basically saying, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." Is it like wow. a bad thing? They what kind of like doing, made yeah. me feel like a bit of a like a tool mm. for like in mm. this thing. So when like, you know, I find this thing in real groovy, I had this weird like thing of shame. This was mm. maybe like six or seven years ago now. Wow. Yeah. And I remember I remember feeling this wave of shame and thought, I can't go up to the counter with this. I need to like hide it. So I remember. I got um, the Stray Cats, their, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> their first LP, and I kind of like hit it behind it. I uh, felt like, you know, I was buying yeah. I was buying a dirty mag or something. Wow. Go up to the yeah. counter and, you know, put these on. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, you know, hey, ha- ha- how's it going? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, mm. he he takes a look underneath. He smiles. Yeah. It was five bucks. Yeah. Five like, bucks. I wonder if it goes for more How? Now. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, it should. I mm. really like that. <laughs> Like I don't care that Ricky that Ricky Martin LP has got mm-hmm. some great songs. There you go. This explains great why you like the Santana Rob Thomas thing because it kind of has that Latin it, crossover it does. appeal. That's funny. Do you know that? Um, do you know that "Live in La Vida Loca" was actually the first song to ever have been purely recorded and mixed in Pro Tools? The first fully wow. um, digital um, production. Really? Yeah. There's a really interesting. Um, article on mix online um you just right. search like mix online live in la vida loca they're basically mm. talking about this is like bleeding edge stuff yeah, with yeah. pro tools they're like man we had to like do all of these things to kind of like you know get it sounding good and mm. it's quite cool because it's very um it's very modern but i never would have thought it sounded digital right my um my first cd was the spice girls so you're already cooler than me with that well I don't want to. I don't want to hold you to anything, but <laughs> damn, son, Spice Girls, really? I know. Yeah, I even had a um, photograph of Jerry that I kept under my pillow, and I slept with <laughs> under my pillow. Were you, okay, so you you must have been of the same age. So it's like, um, you know, boys and girls. Like the girls just loved Spice Girls. You know, yeah. big big role models. But mm. then the dudes would be this weird kind of like. Yeah, which hey, ones are hottest? Like, what's, what's your what's your what's your favorite? Yeah, <laughs> favorite. So so, yeah. so so Jerry, I was Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, that was my favorite. Because uh, I mean, there's so yeah. you think about it now, they were so stereotypes of like different. Oh types, yeah, you know what I mean. So bad. <laughs> do Do you want to hear um a pretty grotesque but ultimately um adorably hilarious story? <laughs> Go. <laughs> so, so um when I was, I must have been. Nine, mm. yeah, I'm pretty sure I was nine. Um, <laughs> our, our entire um, year, like when I was at primary school, like the mm. the senior years, as it were, mm. we got to go down to Wellington. Yeah, like as a as a kind of like a school trip. Mm. And I remember on the the train back, it was night, like it was nighttime. Everyone was trying to sleep, mm. and the dude I sat next to, for some reason, I want to say his name's Carlton. It's not mm. important, but like I feel like it paints a picture. He was a an interesting fellow. Mm. Let's just say his name's Carlton. Yeah. But um, he had he had the blanket like he had the seat reclined back. He had like the blanket kind of like pulled over, yeah. and like there are the you know the couple of the dudes in front, couple of dudes in, in the back, and I was yeah. like trying to sleep. 
And like, I just, you know, I hear a, hey, hey, Jackson, Jackson. I'm like, yeah. wait, what? And they're like, they're, and like, he's, he's holding this blanket up. I pick my hand under. There's like him and then another couple of dudes just like, they must have gone into the aisle and just kind of like snuck under. And they're like, check this out. And they've got these like little ripped up little pieces of like magazine or something. And it's like one of the spice girls like naked or something yeah. <laughs> it's like check it out yeah. it was like baby spice or something i don't remember it was like probably like spice. stolen from like probably, a tabloid newspaper yeah yeah like, like, like from the sun or something like that yeah. but i just remember wow. like mm. man this is innocence lost on yeah. a train back to auckland i i just this, this reminded me of a, a story involving like pop stars and high school but I don't know if you ever got the show here, but do you ever get a show called Stars in Their Eyes? Or are you, oh, are you shit, aware? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, TV One. That's yeah. like classic Sunday night viewing, man. So, yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, but I'm sure everyone does, is you go into the show and you have to perform a song from your favourite artist and you get to dress up like them and you basically imitate them on stage. So, anyway, our high school team, our high school thing for the year was Stars in Their Eyes, so you got, you got to go pick your favourite artist. <laughs> Am I, do you know the story? No, I don't. Oh, uh, there you go. Continuous sounds great. <laughs> um, I just have to ask these questions because I've got to make sure if I'm, you know, I'm not, aware yeah, of am I telling down. you or am I telling the audience, you know, as yeah, you already well, know. We're both coming at, coming at yeah. it with fresh ears and so, open minds, James. Me and some high, some friends decided we were really into that band Five. Like, remember, remember that? Oh, band dude, Five? Five will make you get down, son. Yeah, so that's the song that we picked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. So, uh, we decided, like, we, we couldn't sing. We were nerds. We were not even the cool kids. But for whatever reason, we just had the balls to do this. Um, so we, uh, we auditioned or whatever. Whatever audition was meaning, we got picked to go into it. And... I remember a girl did Britney Spears and some other guys did Backstreet Boys and I knew we were terrible. Everyone knew we were terrible and we we like got all this hair gel, like you know that nineties hair <laughs> yep, gel and like just yep, slobbed it, it on your head and like made your hair stick up and like when it dried your hair was like all dry and spiky <laughs> and we wore like black and I had to like I was for some reason I got picked to be like Richie, which is like the the like Wait, was the my curtains. question was were you the token baritone? Who was the token baritone? There always uh, has to be the I token can't baritone. I remember who it was, but I know the guy. Because like a kid, a kid trying to like, yeah. I can't even, like I'm a grown yeah. man. I can't yeah. even approximate a baritone. Yeah, I, I know the, who the baritone guy is in five, but I can't remember who was the person. I was like the most feminine one that had like the blonde hair <laughs> and the curtains. Oh, <laughs> dude, the, yeah, it was cool. That, that curtain, that curtains hair, like that was my haircut when I was a kid. Yeah, I had the curtains, curtains. too, so I got picked yeah. because I had the curtains. Like oh, that was nice. the only reason it was because nice. I had the same hairstyle. <laughs> but then I remember putting gel in my hair, so I'm not really sure. I think because everyone else put gel in the hair, I felt like <laughs> so- I was missing out. But anyway, in that song, I think Richie has the first verse, so I was the one that had to do the first verse. Damn. And I just remember going out on stage and you know performing that, and it would have been so terrible. That's pretty embarrassing. And like you have, like- it was like this dance move where they sort of like grabbed their crotch and moved up and down. I but we did that and we were like but like know, that weird kind of kid way where it's just yeah, like nah, nah that, and we were like that. 12 and 13 yeah I don't know so bad but oh, what man. I would give to see that I, loved, I don't even know if it was recorded or anything like that but what I would give to see me do that that's just a special gift but, for the people in the audience yeah, that one time I don't know I can't I don't know I no, mean I like yeah, someone, take a video it'll last longer but hmm. it's just not the same no so that was pretty terrible oh man just reminded me of it <laughs> It's all coming out, isn't it? I I don't think I did anything that embarrassing. No. I don't think I was... I didn't think I had enough friends to do that, James. No, yeah. I don't 
clearly I did. I can't really remember who else was in it. To be, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, uh, I feel like we've gone so far off topic. Yeah, um, but as, really as a as a good, where else as we a go good podcast here. does. Yeah, I mean, long long story short, to like condense something that is. I don't want to say it's like an open shut case. It's just like an interesting thing to talk about. I thought, mm. like you know, just the perspective because I still, I still really believe in the idea that we should just be straight up and honest with our music taste because that For way, sure. that if if we could just go it from that perspective and that you know mm. vantage point, mm. then there would be less of this weird kind of like elitism and judgment mm. and because that that's what we do. We we hold our cards close to our chest, reveal what we want to reveal, so we don't get judged by the people we don't mm. want to get criticized by. But then yeah. there's this weird double thing. Like, I remember when I went to see um, Slayer and Mastodon back in like 2006, mm. and I, I remember this so vividly. Mm. I think I was the only person there who wasn't wearing a black t shirt, which mm. was like yeah. amazing in, in of itself. <laughs> mm. I remember there was this one dude wearing a Dream Theater t shirt, right? Yeah. So it's like metal gig. Uh, most people are wearing like their favorite band shirts and stuff. Mm. I just remember this poor dude in a Dream Theater shirt with his friends, and these two other just, you know, douchebags just walking past and being like, oh, nice shit, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, doing this weird dig, like judging mm. on the, from the fact that they mm. like Dream Theater. Like, yeah. this is all of this weird um, us versus them stuff, and all yeah. of these, you know, I'm sure it's the yeah. same in pop, probably. Yeah. Well, I know, in, like, I'm just trying to. I find it easy to connect with people when I start talking about pop music. Like it's easy, like you know, when you meet someone, you want to sort of have some sort of point. So it's quite, it's easy to talk about. You know, okay, you know, I really like Madonna. That's another guilty pleasure. Like I think that first record is amazing. And everyone knows Madonna. You can use it as a way to connect with people on a positive. Oh note. yeah, hmm. yeah. I mean, Madonna all day, so. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I I've started like posting some country records on my channel, and I've posted a lot less jazz lately. Like, you know, I've been post- oh. talking about Neil Young records and stuff like that. I've noticed that people aren't watching as much anymore, which is quite interesting. <laughs> um, well... Because it's obviously I, stuff that I'm really loving at the moment, but it's stuff that they've yeah. known for ages, you know? Yeah. And just talking about this now, it's, you know, it's useful. Your shared Having shared interests is useful, but I also think there's got to be some value in, like you say, talking about things that maybe we don't really disclose that much. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like... There's this almost illicit excitement in the oh yeah I'm, well, I'm when you digging deep out, in the vaults like oh yeah. this is kind of like oh this is exciting unknown territory are they gonna be into it are they not gonna be yeah. into it like where are we gonna go from here? Well, did just your reaction on me talking about Kanye West that was the exact thing you're like yeah, holy shit I didn't know that yeah but like that I I think that's cool though like I mm. still enjoy quite a lot of Kanye like I wouldn't say mm. like I'm a fan because I don't know enough about him mm. or I don't listen to him enough but like mm. it's not that I don't hate him. Yeah, I think he's you know he's you know really talented, amazing musician. Mm. That's very entertaining to kind of <laughs> see outside of music. But yeah, um, yeah, wow. Yeah, he'll be president soon, don't you worry. Oh <laughs> man, if Trump's president, like I could yeah. be president. It could be any. I'm not even an American citizen. No. <laughs> All right, should we should we start to wrap it up? Yeah, let's uh let's cut this cut this uh this guilty pleasures episode yeah. down the middle. So uh, thank you to everyone for listening. If you have any ideas for podcasts or anything you'd like to hear or anything you'd like to hear our views on, please let us know. It'd be great to get some feedback or some interaction. That's a really, really good idea. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you guys want to hear? I mean, we're obviously four four into it now. Uh, you guys have got a bit of an idea of where the podcast is heading. 
Uh, even even negative feedback. Are we being too loose? Are we not? You know, not being loose enough. Yeah. Because um, I mean, Basic- yeah, we, yeah, we've just. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, if someone could give us some feedback, that'd be great. Because I don't think we really got that much feedback for the last one. Mm. Um, but you basically so just talk to us. Talk to we us. Want, we we want to attention. Yeah, we, we just want. Attention. We want. Are we to be doing loved. the right thing? Are we wasting our evening? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, but if we're going to be honest, like. I'm sorry, but I don't do it for you, listener. Yeah. I don't do this for you. I do this because I genuinely like doing it. It's fun. Yeah. No, I... I but yeah, some feedback mm, would be really great. Mm. I talked about this to Simon Sweetman. He was saying he doesn't do the podcast for the listener. He does it so he gets to interview people or he gets to talk about music or... Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like... Me. Yeah. I definitely like the idea of um, maybe if we could communicate... Um, once we kind of get people kind of talking back and forth, we could communicate what an episode is going to be about. Maybe mm. it's about a new release or like a concert mm. coming up or some cra- like crazy thing mm. and we can throw open the floor to questions. I mean, we can yeah. do that now anyway. We mm. can just have like a question section. If you have any questions or just like any interesting thing that you, you know, listened mm. to during the week and thought, you know, might be interesting to talk about, just, yeah. you know, put, put it on the Facebook page. Yeah, actually, we'll- if you guys, yeah, if you recommend any records that you think we should both check out, as well, something only yeah. music, yeah, and we'll give you a yeah. bit of a review. I suppose yeah. that well, could be kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll shut your name out, mm. bring you part of the conversation, have a yeah. bit of fun. Yeah, cool. All right, so so we made it. You made we it. We did. Yeah, that was um that was very uh, natural. <laughs> yeah, there was like there was there was no, I didn't plan you know anything at all. No, basically. Well, I, yeah, I I just wanted to have a bit of a yarn about um ye mm. old guilty pleasures. Because I thought, I thought you know, I listen to enough shitty music that I feel like it's good to get it off my chest in a, <laughs> a, a more of an open forum that, you know what, my name is Dan, I have a terrible taste in music, and I'm okay with it. And you're cleansed. <laughs> I'm, I'm cleansed. I feel, yeah. I just feel, I feel so much more relaxed now. Here we go. On that note, we'll, uh, we'll end it here. Thanks, guys. Until next time. Cheers. We need a sign off. <laughs> Usually the sign-off is you doing something horrendously oh, actually, dumb. And <laughs> yeah, actually, I just realized I'm wearing an ACDC t-shirt on <laughs> camera, but I don't actually like ACDC. I just have given this as a gift, so it's not a guilty pleasure. But I do appreciate that I got given a t-shirt. This is a pajama top that I'm wearing <laughs> on this podcast. But I just, saw, I just saw it in the reflection and realized, yeah, I'm not, I don't like ACDC, but I'm wearing the t-shirt. I think that's probably a good way to end it. It, 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 it's it's. I don't know if it's a good way to end it. It's a way to end it. <laughs> so goodbye from James and his ACDC, ACDC ACDC pajama top. Yeah, there we for go. those for the for those about to sign off. Yeah, we, we salute. We salute you. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good ending. Well, I mean, we could keep talking about it and have this be the real ending, and then they'll never know which is the real ending. The, it was endingception. The meta, or you could just do something where you end up fade fade this off really slowly so whatever I'm saying just gets faded off into the distance and there's not really an ending well I mean that's I really like the idea of just like fading like we're just talking right now about nothing but like yeah. they're still gonna be listening like they're still listening to us yeah like where does where does it begin where does it end yeah is this like the an infinite podcast yeah I mean we could do like a Russian nesting doll of endings we're yeah. like one ending like six <laughs> like into like another one into another one into another one I know because the reality is when this ends, we will probably just keep talking for a while about nothing in particular. Like, so there's not never really an ending. Yeah. Hmm. What? When? When? When is? 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 <laughs>
if you're still here, if you're, if you're still listening. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Should we end it? For real? For real. <laughs> <laughs>